to the self-proclaimed greatest listen in the Hunter and along the coast. What's new in the castle? We need to hear you, Newcastle! Welcome back to What's New in the Castle, the self-proclaimed greatest listen in the Hunter and along the coast, the podcast that makes your faces cringe and your ears hurt. Uh, lefty, lefty, uh, lefty foot on me right. Uh, bloke from some bloke called Muzz, he messaged the Instagram just before and he said, can you ask Campbell uh, why he's so heavy on his on his foot? He reckons he works with you, Muzz. So heavy on my foot. Apparently he goes... Because everyone drives too fucking slow for me. He reckons your you is not a race car and you need to slow down. Fucking oath it is. It's a work car and it'll be treated like one. Why be putting that in? <laughs> Insurance <laughs> purposes. What's his... Um, do you know him? Muzz O'Connor, is it? Yeah, he works for the company that I work for. I see or something? Yeah, I see Formwork. I see Formwork. Right, huh? I thought he was just a f- big fan, but he reckons you need to slow down. Was he drive like an old man, does he? Um, Not necessarily. I'll just have a lead foot. <laughs> well, he, he's, um, Mars is coming second in the Supercoach comp, and he's nervous because I don't think anyone's going to chase me with three rounds remaining, and he wants to know if second gets a prize. And I was like, well, if you come second in the grand final, do you deserve a prize? Especially, absolutely not. Especially if you're coming to second to me out of anyone. Sorry, Muzz, don't be better, be better, son. <laughs> so, yeah, well, Muzz, if you, whoever does come second in the uh, Castle Cup, you will be getting a prize. A couple of different things, some Manscaped products and some merch, possibly. But I still haven't decided if I want to give it out to second. But let's get. have a go at your handwriting, eh? That uh, is a poor. Okay, do you want to know what the handwriting. Have you got a broken hand? Yes, I do. Oh, no, you do not. Shocking, isn't it? completely normal. No, it's not. Look at that. Compared to that here. What's wrong? <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, use a shit. My fingers are like that. Yeah, but I can't write with that. Yeah, I, I can really tell. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, the reason why I'm going back to pen and paper, and I had to write that up within fucking 30 seconds, because you weren't meant to come till 4 o'clock, and then you rang me up at 3 going, hey, mate, I might be... I'll Coming at three thirty, and so. I was and I wasn't even here. I had to come back here. I was like, because I was going to be get back about ten to four. And I went, fuck. Well, I only gave you half an hour's notice. So. <laughs> come back here. Had to write that up with a bloody dodgy hand. And yeah, right, okay. I admit my handwriting isn't the best best of it's times. The worst. But that's what I've dished up. What's happening, Cambo? Uh, nah, very little, mate. Just um, yeah, ready for another epic podcast with you, Daniel. And yeah, lost. And the, the notes phone. I fucking have no idea where that's gone. So I'm struggling. Like, where, where could have it gone? We're just recording in the exact same spot on the new, nice, nice new green lounges. I my iPhone it? Yeah, but it's an old phone. It's got a new SIM in it. Like, it's... Surely uh, you can just find my iPhone. No, but Isn't it, that it's, not synced up, it's not synced up to my iCloud. It's synced up to a different iCloud. Right, mate. Which I've only it made for that like phone. a you problem, not a me problem. It is a, well, it's, a, it's an us problem because our wonderful listeners out there, they can't get the best of... The quality of podcasts that we dish out week in, oh, week yeah. out for our rambunctious yahoos. It's also, quality, mate. Uh, which one was the clap one or this one? Oh, yeah. That's close enough, yeah. 4,000 followers on the Instagram, Campbell. Yeah, and it uh, went back to 3999 because I deleted my Instagram. I <laughs> know, oh, I did say that. Campbell's uh, off the gram. He's, uh, <laughs> so if you're trying to contact him, uh, message me and it may or may mate, not be if Campbell. if you're trying to contact me... Anyone who wants to contact me can contact me. Like anyone who should contact me will be able to contact. <laughs> well, what about me. one? Of, what about some of the listeners? Fuck, they can. F- that, I don't know. They'll get in contact if you really need to get in can contact we set- with someone. You don't need their social media profile. Can we set you up an email? 
Actually, if you want to talk to Cambo, message the Instagram directly or email info at what's new in the castle.com. Well, maybe, maybe if I had uh, access to the what's new in the castle Instagram, I'd, I would have kept my Instagram, but no, I don't have those sorts of jurisdictions. Well, maybe one day we might make a uh, Campbell Watson on the Castle account, but at the moment, mate. Yeah, no, it can't be tied to yours. <laughs> no, it can't. It cannot. Mate, I know you didn't watch it last week, but did you watch this week? The Matildas, the Tillies, did you get around it? No. So you're one of the <laughs> 4.7 million. Yeah, no, I watched the back end of it. Yeah, well, with that's KO on my phone. It was fucking annoying. KO is Channel to... 7. Wasn't no, I, had, I was watching the footy on KO. Oh really? You were one of the um, one of the ten people that actually watched the dragons and um, dragons yeah, game. Me misses and her mum were watching it on the TV, and I was just like, "Oh mate, when can we put the footy on?" Wow, very sad. <laughs> was it? Did you not find the penalty shootout exciting? Mm, yeah, obviously. Yeah, and I was stoked for the Matildas, but it was. Um, it's like I feel like. Any it's scra- just not my sport. Like, I have no idea oh, what's going yeah, on. You- no idea at any of the rules. No idea of the gameplay. I feel like any Australian side, doesn't matter what sport, if they're on a... How many I'm, times do you watch the Boomers? The Aussie basketball side? Yeah, I, only watch, I only watch them when the Olympics are on. Fuck, your nose has just hit me, you're lying. <laughs> I actually only watch them when the Olympics are on, because I don't watch... You know, you know I'm not a basketball fan. It's probably the only sport I don't really get around. I don't know. All right, go on with what you were going to say then. Any Aussie side? Well, I just feel like any Aussie sporting side, when they're playing in like a World Cup or if it's the Olympics, but if they're going well, I feel like majority of... Sporting fans or non-sporting fans will get around that team. Yeah. Aussies, mate, you know. Oh, I'm definitely um, supportive of them and what they've achieved and what they're yet to achieve. I think. It's, I think it's massive. It's, it's, it's massive, mate. It's fucking huge. Yeah, but I think. Um, yeah, I just have no interest in it because I don't know what's going on. Yeah, well, you bit of a runner yourself, and did you see the stats? Like the most watched event Australian-wide since Kathy Freeman ran at the 2000 Olympics in the TV ratings. Yeah, right. Not that that's got anything to do with me running, but <laughs> that's pretty impressive. Well, the listeners are impressive you're running, mate. I've got a few inboxes saying they're going to hit the pavement this week because of you. They're calling you Ned Brockman 2.0 oh, from Wish. But no, like, yes, yeah, <laughs> second biggest watch sporting event since Kathy Freeman. Kathy Freeman, they didn't have proper stats on it back then, but they reckon the average would have been 8.56 million well, here's people. Well, another, here's another gripe. Like, so here's how they get the TV stats, right? They send out however many surveys they send out and then they do it based off that, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah, oh, no, so it's not a survey. It's they can No, t- it is a survey. It's an, They can get the, um, the maxed capacity viewership for that night. So it got up to 8.5 million. But they still run like radio surveys and all that sorts of shit and... No, no, no. Yeah, it, it's, it's different. I was listening. It's off surveys. No, no, no. It's not. It's not. It's they can actually tell from how many people through streams, through live TV viewing. What, so they could tell that there was four people in front of the TV. Well, they they, they, they use an average. Well, they, obviously, they'd go off. What's the sense? How do they this? go for pubs? They don't include pubs or that at all. Yeah, well, which is obviously going to be right, more people. Then. And how it, many people watch the like NRL Grand Finals? Th- three million. The pub, then, uh, yeah, fair few. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, but. St- Mate, I feel like you're being a negative Nancy Campbell. No, big, not, rating, big numbers, big ratings, mate. Well, my Johns. other gripe with it is this fucking Albanese dickhead trying to win a popularity contest by saying, like, they're gonna, we're going to get a day off. Like, that just puts so much pressure on them. See, I don't... That's why I haven't even mentioned the public holiday. I feel like if you... If you're, if you're, If the only reason why you're going for the Matildas is because you want a public holiday, I feel like you've got... 
you got to get your priorities right. You should be fucking cheering for these girls no matter what. All these people out there are going, oh, yeah, like just two, more wins, um, two more wins before a public holiday. You should be supporting not just the girls but any sporting team. If they're going to get a public holiday because they win a World Cup, fair enough, but it shouldn't be your main priority of why you're watching it. No, nah, but I feel like Albanese is just heaped a heap of pressure on the, the Premiers and the Matildas to deliver. I don't think when he, it's I not don't even his. I, I can understand your point of view, but I don't feel like that's. Uh, I just think it's very silly, eh? I think it's a bit Plus of a media hype. Like, he obviously has no idea about the economic impact of a fucking public holiday on sport, small businesses which are already struggling at the moment. Uh, I feel like that's just an easy go-to. Like, you know, it's like when the um, Queen... So he's obviously backing them not to win it. Well, it's like the, Isn't it, he? It's like when the Queen died last year and there was a public holiday and people were like, what about the small businesses? Fuck, it's like, you know, whatever. Nah, it's, it's whatever. It's not whatever. It's, that's, it's 20 grand in wages to businesses. Yeah, some piece, sometimes, and you know... Some people, there's many more people out there who probably would enjoy the public holiday. Oh, I definitely would enjoy the public holiday, but I think it's just <laughs> pathetic. Like it's a pop, it's populism, not policy or politics. Campbell, let's let's forget the the public holiday debate. We should be celebrating, mate. Like, yeah, and I, I, I think it's awesome that you got um, like uh, Mackenzie Arnold, the goalkeeper, built like a brick wall there. Like she was just, it's yeah, like she had a brick wall good. behind her. She was unreal, and you see on the Matildas. Instagram page, I shared it, uh, and they no, they like, said, "Oh, well, you haven't got Instagram." Well, they put up a thing going, uh, "Mackenzie, the brick wall, the bricklayer," and I come <laughs> on it going, uh, "Mackenzie Arnold is Australia's greatest ever bricklayer." I got over like a thousand <laughs> likes on the comment, and that and I'm like, that just perfectly fits in here for our bricklayer of the week, <laughs> Mackenzie Arnold, bricklayer of the week, fantastic in the penalty shootout. Just the resilience, Campbell, for her to take. I think she took the fifth shot. She missed. She hit the yeah, post right. Yeah. And just the resilience of her mindset to and go back into goals. She saved two more. She saved she? two more, but one of them was... Was dodgy, yeah. Because she, she stepped off the line. Yeah, I didn't understand that. And <laughs> that's that's one for you, England fans. Stay in your crease. She stayed. She didn't stay in a crease what about either. that French gypsy that like stopped in the run-up? So I obviously learned that was a thing. Yeah, you're not allowed to stop. Didn't you not... Have you never... Oh, you weren't like a PlayStation FIFA man, were you? No. No, no. See, if you did that on FIFA, you stopped. It was... Penalised for it. <laughs> I don't understand it. You get like all these plays. I didn't even know their names before. You got like that um, Carpenter. You got Gory. You got. Uh, Do you know any of their first names? Fowler, uh, Fowler uh, buddy <laughs> Emily Emily Fowler. So I think she's she think she's like Papua New, she Papua New Guinean heritage or that. She's twenty year old. <laughs> well, you're asking the wrong. Yeah, person. I don't know, but mate, it's, I like, but just even at like lo- last names, it's like a lot of rugby league players. I only know their last names. I Bullshit. Know. I swear, I swear a lot of sporting players out there, rugby league especially, would only know their last names. And that's all going off the rugby league. That's a lie. That's going off the rugby league two games with Vossi going like, Waterhouse, <laughs> a pool tour, <laughs> Vongana. Oh, but gross. no, it's fucking, it's unreal to see. It is good. Go like I said, TV ratings was massive. Did you see, oh, you wouldn't have seen it. It was on the plane, right? What? Back from Europe and they had it. All oh, over yeah, the TVs yeah, yeah. in the back. Oh, mate, with the Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, the would have only been one on that plane. That would have been me, bro. That was disgraceful. That would have been me sitting there trying to work out how to get the Dolphins Roosters game on. <laughs> it, like, just everyone, every single screen, Cambo, and just one little person's got Lord of the Rings on there. The best piece of content I saw this week, the NRL Rose, Rosie, Dino, Dean, he got 
he put the footy show footage of the boys eating chili and put oh, it on yeah. that and goes like, look, look at this person watching the footy show eating chilies. It was fucking great. But <laughs> That's really good work. I just think it's, yeah, it's unreal. Everyone's getting around the tillies and a lot more people know what a Matilda is this week, Campbell, which is? No, it's like your rucksack. Yes. I said survival kit, which technically it is. It's got like swag and it's got other mm. camping essentials in it, but it's such a great name for a sporting site. Yeah, great. Better than, <laughs> better than the soccer rules. No, nah, it is uh, It is good and it, that, that it ties in with being a girl's name and that. Yeah, absolutely. So, Matildas, they're on tomorrow night. Uh, not sure is what tomorrow, time. Tomorrow, is it? Yeah, tomorrow, semi-final against England. School night. How good would that be to beat <laughs> school night? That's right. Sold out at um, a core stadium. Uh, what time is it? I think 8 o'clock. Yeah, I'll be checking the eyelids for holes. <laughs> I'll, wake, half time. I'll wake you up. I'll wake up when it's going, if it's going to penalty shootout. Right, and it would be mate. great. You weren't here when we're giving it to Piers Morgan. But fuck, it would be good tomorrow night if we can get a win against England and just say a big fuck you, Piers Morgan. Yeah, I'm sure he's uh, really bleeding over there, Piers. <laughs> oh, Piers, he's, um, he's blowing up. Um, you've got something you want to talk oh. about, Cambo, before we move on. Scratch my leg. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so uh, being off Instagram, I was looking for something to do and I was going to get into a bit of yard work around the house and obviously needed a few supplies. And where else do you go t- for your home and garden where but Bunnings Warehouse? Lowest prices are just the beginning. They're just the beginning. How good are those videos? Yeah, you know that dude uh, works for Sportsfit? Oh, does he? That Xavier Michelades or whatever his name is. <laughs> Ma- He's on the No BS ad. He's like... Oh, right. <laughs> Like he's so no, good. No shoes, no socks at the races. What's his like, What's his Instagram name? It starts with yes, an X. Xavier Michelades. Guys, follow that Instagram. <laughs> Just before you move on, that the best one he does is like, he's like, I want to want to remove this wall, and he removes the wall, and there's a dead body. So we bring yeah. it to Bunnings. and that's where he finds it. He finds all the other dead bodies. He's just like, mate. He's like, have you done this before? Lowest prices are just the beginning. So anyway, <laughs> I'm sifting through Bunnings online. Mate, before I go to Bunnings, here's a pro tip. Go to the website, type in your store, and then just screenshot what you got to get and where it is. Because if you go in there, everyone else is too busy filming Bunnings ads to tell you where anything is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on the website, if you type in, yeah, my store's Bennett's Green, it'll say, I'll whatever, Bay 15. Oh, that's fucking good. Get in, get out, no fucking about. That's what I'm about, Dan. (laughs) In about, no fucking about. So anyway. That might be the name of this week's podcast. And it just, like, I was looking at getting... uh, this or something and then I was like oh my god this thing has horrific reviews like and I never look at product reviews ever (laughs) but my missus has got me onto it and like nah like actually look at the reviews because yeah otherwise you're buying a dud I thought out of anyone in the world you'd be number one man for looking at reviews nah see like I feel you like mostly you, just get whinges like I feel on, like, on restaurants and shit. But, <laughs> mate, yeah, but mate, this that's, gear, that's, that's your cup of tea. Some of this gear <laughs> on uh, on the Bunnings products. So, so I was just looking through them and I, I sorted like lowest, ra- lowest rating through highest and some of the reviews were just hilarious. So this is on a Spear and Jackson six pound carbon steel head block splitter. Oh, so wait, wait. Just an axe. Basically okay, an axe. Okay, so basically <laughs> just splitter, an axe. A block splitter. So... All right, this review's from Jax down in Victoria, titled Spear and Crapson. <laughs> Spear and Crapson. Oh, Spear and Jackson. Spear and Crapson. Swung it 10 times and the head flew off sideways so fast it could have taken someone's knee out. <laughs> Get one of these if you enjoy near-death experiences. No, I do not recommend this product. <laughs> What's, what was his name? Jax. 
His name was just J-A-X. Oh, right. All right, moving on. Another product from Saxon. This is actually the product I was going to get. Saxon hand fertilizer spreader. So it's one of those buckets you... And like the... Fertilizer just goes all over your lawn. <laughs> well, well, you, so, you, so, so the the reviews on this product were that bad that I just did it with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> this is from Barry in Queensland. He's got twenty three votes for a good review. <laughs> Title one star. Total rubbish. Does not work. Office of Fair Trading should test this as it does not do as it is claimed and is definitely not fit for purpose. I feel. This company should be taken to task for t- continuing to sell this rubbish following all the negative reviews over a long period. Since when was the customer right? No, I do not recommend this product. Hello, ICAC. Can we give, can we please get an investigation? Get fair trading in there, Barry. All right. So I, th- I, th- before, I think it's fucking awesome that you can vote on if you think it's a good review. Yeah, so people, 23 likes on his review. All right, so this is another product from uh, the, the company Saxon, which I actually reckon, you know how Bunnings say like they'll be the lowest price, like stocked item 10%? 10%. That's because nowhere else would stock this Saxon crap because it's a Bunnings brand. <laughs> oh, right. That's, it's like uh, Woolworth saying, yeah, if you find a cheaper product that's home brand branded, we'll beat it by 10%. <laughs> because nobody else sells home brand. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because nobody can afford to. No, like <laughs> like it's an it's a Bunnings brand. Yeah, right. So anyway, this grass shear from Saxon. Ruth says, just don't bother. Absolutely useless. If I could put zero, I would. This just doesn't cut anything. <laughs> Clyde in New South Wales. <laughs> the review's just titled Grass Shears. <laughs> the grass shears is undeniably cheap, but isn't very durable. <laughs> Thanks, Bradley Clyde. Good to see you well, mate. <laughs> Laura from South, South Australia. Does not... Cr- <laughs> this is in this law is obviously illiterate. Does not cut grass of money. Does not cut. <laughs> so Laura's just the, the Saxon grass shears have got to her head that bad that she's just forgotten how to write. So she's struggling deep. <laughs> oh yeah, but she so, she knows how to write a review. Yeah. <laughs> she's got one part of that right. So bottom line, read. All right. So if you're going to Bunnings, search what you look like. Search online what you're getting. Search where it is. Look at the reviews and decide then whether you're going to go in, waste your time and buy it. Also, because you go into Bunnings and it can be quite, what's the word? Like uh, confronting? Like at Bunnings. Overwhelming. Like there's just so much there's shit so there. Mu- there's so like, much oh, there. But you can go up to little Ben, who's year eight at school. He's oh, 14, man. first job. And you'll be like, mate, I want to buy uh, a couple of nuts and uh, washers for my golf bag. And they're about six mil wide. And he'll be like... Aisle 12, bottom left corner, second on no, the no, right. No, 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 Mate, no, no. I reckon some then of them... Then he's going to go and go, oh, I'm just going to go and get Graham. He's in that department. Graham comes over 15 minutes. Oh, I'll have to get Kerry. She's more of the next bit. <laughs> Do you that. reckon? I oh. feel like the young the young fellas are doing a fucking great job at Bunnings. Mate, you get redirected 15 times. That's why I'm saying you just look up where it is. Right, I'm going straight to aisle 9, 15, check out. Car park, get the fuck out of there. Mate, you need to come to Bunnings with me. It sounds like you need a, a, bit, like a quite you, positive Bunnings experience. It is just a time black hole. <laughs> it's like there's no clocks in there. Well, it's actually, this is quite a great segue for what I want to mention. You, Campbell mentioned about reading reviews. 
this podcast, we need more reviews. We've only had a couple of reviews over the last couple of months. We need more, and this is what makes this podcast bigger. So go to the Apple Podcasts app, click on the What's New on the Castle, scroll down to where it says What's New on the Castle, and then click Write a Review, click Five Star, but give us an absolute spray, just like those shit little, uh, what do you call it? Re- Sa- Saxon grass shit. Yeah. So just write, write like a Bunnings review, but Maybe, write uh, it about Barry the podcast. Clyde. Barry from Clyde will go. No, Barry from Queensland and Clyde from New South Wales will get in touch. <laughs> yeah. And Laura writes on a good podcast for no money or some shit. <laughs> yeah, doesn't cut podcast of money. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, it would have taken them half their day to write that review, and I bet you they feel fucking real good about themselves. Yeah. Righto. Let's move on, Cambo, before we talk onto the rugby league talking points of the week. Blindside, that Disney movie starring absolute gorgeous Sandra Bullock. She looked good in that movie. <laughs> yeah, and she had a big old Texas Southern drawl, Southern accent. Sure, she did all right. <laughs> I don't think you know what a southern drawl is. Yeah, it's like a southern bell, like that southern um, American accent. Hey, y'all. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> mate, Sandra, you did a good job, darling. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> suspect. Oh, anyway, so... I'm calling the cops. If I can read my handwriting, so the blind side, Michael Law is the main character, right? And everyone, most people would have seen blind side, especially in high school. So, obviously, he's... Why in high school? <laughs> Well, oh, in wet weather lunch, did you ever have wet weather lunch back in Bath? If it was raining, you'd or for sport, no, they put you, you inside. So- um, you just loiter around <laughs> undercover. If, if you did go to school, <laughs> if you could <laughs> yeah, afford, to, if the you could afford to go to school in Bath, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wagon. <laughs> Too busy putting your foot down the accelerator at 13 years of age and bound to Bathurst. Did any of them go to school? Where'd Kirk's go? Where's he from? <laughs> He's from Sunny Gunny. There's no fucking point. There's no way in the world fucking that cunt went to school. <laughs> <laughs> nah, love you, mate. Love you, nah, Kirk. Kirk's actually had the biggest dick in year six because he was 18. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that was just after watching Blindside, too. Anyway, so Michael Orr, he, in the movie, gets adopted by the family, right? Moves in with him, then he ends up going, signing with the college, and so on and so on. Michael Orr in real NFL? life. So that was based on a true story. I'm not sure if it was based or it was the actual real thing. But Michael Orr in the last week, the actual NFL player who played for the actual? Raven. Actual. He's come out and he's saying that there was a big lie in the Blindside movie. He wasn't actually adopted by the Tui family. T-U-O-Y. He wasn't yep. actually adopted by the Tui family. That was all a lie. And they when he turned 18... He, they made him when he turned eighteen. They made him sign confidential and like a release form to say that, yep, this is we get the family gets all the rights to the movie. So all the funding and endorsements they get from the movie, it all goes towards that family. Michael Orr has come out and said he hasn't received a cent from that movie. That is, that's Michael Orr's been blindsided by the blindside. <laughs> oh God, that's pretty awful. <laughs> that's um. But I don't, okay. But so he's he, they've obviously taken this guy into their family and they've looked after him, right? So that's that's great. But do you really think? Do you reckon there's more to it for them just to say, right? Yeah, sign here. You're not going to be getting any endorsements from this movie. Do you reckon he was just 18? He wasn't really educated on it, and he's just going fucking sign here. Or do you reckon there's more yeah, to I it? I don't know. I don't know. It does sound like there's a bit of a sinister motive, but technically in America, you're not a, 
an adult to you at 21 anyway. Yeah, well, that's true. So he technically, like he's coming out and said he wasn't adopted, but in the movie and, you know, all the interviews what, after it. Yeah, right. He wasn't adopted. So what was he doing? He was just... <laughs> he's just living there. <laughs> <laughs> the bro was just bunking. He was... I, I, I saw that today. Oh, well, and Mark, we've been I talking... I've got a spare room out of Jules if you, if you need somewhere to crash. Oh. Although he's about seven foot eight, isn't he? <laughs> Mate, he's fucking... He's about two of me. You think <laughs> I'm a big kid. Mike Law is a big fella. He's a grande boy. Eh? <laughs> he is a fucking big boy. It's, it's quite sad, actually, especially because the success of the back of that movie and then for this to come out, it just seems like uh, he's, he, he'd be late 30s, early 40s now. The, oh, I have no idea. Probably. I'm just assuming, but for it to come, all come out now, it just seems very odd. Maybe he just had like a dust up with the family and he's just going, he, he's a great way to get back at him. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah know. maybe he's running low on coin. I don't know, but... Help him out, Tui family. Mike, if if Ma- you've got a f- spare few million lying around. Mate, Michael, come on the podcast, mate. We'll, um, we'll tell your story. We'll tell... Mate. Tracy we'll- Grimshaw style. 100%. We'll look after <laughs> you, big fella. And uh, let's go on to some rugby league talking points of the week. Let's start off with a bit of a review, not a preview, a review of Sunday afternoon, 4 o'clock, McDonald Jones Stadium, Newcastle Knights, six wins in a row. Were you over there? Did you go watch it with your old girl? Yeah, I went there um, with a bit of a crew and uh, just bunkered down. Whereabouts were you? Uh, I was sitting sort of directly opposite where you guys The sit. Bay Nine boys. Shout out to the Bay Nine boys. Yeah. Hadn't, hadn't a great rip and tear over in the grandstand. Didn't exactly have a ticket for there, but I sat there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually sold out this weekend. Yeah, the, I heard that. Yeah, McDonald Jones Stadium, going to be 30,000 Screaming, no, the Castrians. the capacity. Yeah, yeah well, if we get thirty-three there, mate, it's going to be. And that's um, it's going to be. There's not counting be, the ones on the roof. That, not including the roof, mate. It's going to be a big fifty-fifty charity raffle ticket sale. You know they do that. It's going to be a yeah, I quite the won number that once. <laughs> you did. <didn't. laughs> um, yeah, bit of a review, mate. So we come out on the podcast because we're fucking that tapped in with the Newcastle Knights. And do I say it wouldn't surprise me if we put another fifty on those Canterbury Banks down Bulldogs? Yeah, no, you did definitely say that. And was I taking the mickey? No, because the aggregate score was 108 to 6. Raise the bat. Across the two games. Raise the bat. Raise your bat, Cambo. And honestly, that second half, that was just awful. Awful rugby league. Mate, the, the Knights. Nobody completed a set for so, like the first 15 minutes of the second so half. So six in a row, Cambo. Exactly. And you, you it was shocking. Jackson Hastings has been... Undoubtedly, one of instrumental was one of the main reasons why Pong has been in form, and he'd have a big reason of the six in a row. Don't you agree? Yeah, correct. And for him to go down in the twentieth minute, or was it twentieth minute? It was around that. Oh, no idea. And yeah, it would have been. Yeah, ma- um, mate, for, it was for Crosland to go into the halfback and then Gamble in five eight. Gamble stepped up. Man, that's a that guy's a dog. He fucking stepped up. He's a dog, bro. He fucking killed it. He yeah. was so good, mate. And I was waiting the whole game for Croslin and Gamble because obviously Hastings the main guy who kicks the ball. Yeah. I was just waiting for one of their kicks, just you know, shank it and go out in the full. But it had a bit of unpredictability on the kick. So when they're kicking it up, there was a bit of a swirl on the ball, obviously because they're not their main kickers. And you know, like sometimes then you just kick the ball for the sake of kicking, and they're quite easy to catch. Yeah. They seemed like they had a quite bit of difficulty on them. Yeah, they uh, went away from the old Mitch Mitch Pierce yeah, textbook up and under. It was. Mate, it was fucking, it was so good to see. And, um, mate, Viliami kick out. Didn't he cop some off the crowd? 
Yeah. Oh, mate, oh, I was just watching it and I was like, he honestly couldn't be happy at the dogs. Like, he was just getting used as a battering ram. Poor Fox. He was being a bit of a... Yeah, he was copping it too, eh? He was being a bit of um. I know, he was, he, he's passionate. I can understand that. I can understand that. And I'm going to... Yeah, I love the Fox, but he was copping it from the crowd. Yeah, I don't know. It's all well and good to be passionate and in the opposition's face and that when you're winning like he was with Melbourne, but it just looks silly when you're not... Yeah, and, you know, Gamble's doing... He, Gamble does the same every week, but you know what? Gamble's a dog and he can do whatever he wants because we're winning games. This week, Campbell, we are going for seven wins in a row. Do you know the last two times and the only two times the Newcastle Knights have won seven in a row? 1997 and 2001. What happened wow. in those years? Premiership. <laughs> Premiership! Yes. It's, uh, no one doubt. Newcastle fans, rugby league fans, people who love a punt, I'm telling you right now, you can either listen now or you can listen later and you can be disappointed in yourself. Seven wins in a row, 2001-1997. We will win this weekend against the South Sydney Rabbitohs and undoubtedly go on to win the Rugby League Grand Final of 2023. You can listen now or you can listen later. Cambo, oh what are you going to do God. right now? Yeah, I'm just about to check the odds for Rabbitohs to miss the eight, actually. Yeah, it's a great idea. But you need to as, as, you, as you check that, futures. I feel like Leo Thompson, Cambo, he, he played fucking great on the weekend. DSAF, he was back from injury. He was playing some great footy. They're just ripping in, and you can still get a dollar thirty about the nice to finish in the top eight. Yeah, right. Dollar thirty, yeah. and what did we? What did you say? A couple of weeks, uh, four or five weeks ago, no, seventeen dollars, and they laughed at us then, Cambo. If we win yeah, seven in a row this weekend, bit All of right, a, to miss the eight. South Sydney Rabbitohs eight dollars to miss the eight. Yeah, so Souths have Newcastle this weekend up in Newcastle, which is a fair test. And then they have it's a big game. the Marcus buy, and then they have Roosters. Mm. That's a fair... That could, the Roosters could be... Could, I the Roosters won't make it, but the Roosters they could be, be in a game where they could stop potentially stop the Rabbitohs yeah. from going out. It's, but I think the Rabbitohs for and against is much better than a few teams that, that are sort of teetering yeah. on the edge. Anyway. Potentially for Hastings, because there's only a low syndesmosis <laughs> injury. Yeah. Sorry, low, yeah, low-graded syndmosis injury, so potentially he could play this weekend, which will be massive for us, Cambo. Yeah, he's definitely needed for that side. All right, let's <clears throat> moving on. Can you get that Boz, on. Buzz Rothfield quote I got up? <laughs> Actually, I'd love for you to do it in his voice. But So voice? context for this quote... There's obviously people who watch NRL 360 or whatever. Everyone knows the war between Buzz Rothfield and Phil Gould. They obviously don't see eye to eye with each other. They but Buzz has been other. absolutely hammering him on Twitter, even though they've blocked each other. But this is the quote, Buzz Rothfield on the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. So what did he say this on 360 or something? I believe so. I haven't watched it, but I've got the quote. I wish Kenty was back on so he could just say, Kenty, mate. <laughs> They were disgraceful, Braith. They were blown off the park. And what worries me, mate, is that Gus said recently they are making progress. I can't see any progress whatsoever, mate. Luke Thompson missed eight tackles yesterday. That defence in the middle was just appalling. And it was fucking shocking. Like, Luke Thompson was just racing out. Trying to take someone to Chinatown, like just relax and make a tackle, Luke. Luke Thompson was terrible. Oh. That first try where Gamble 
swoop through like the Joker and the Thief of the Night. He just stepped around and that was so bad. Yeah, it was. It was awful. Good on you, Luke. He's he's leaving at the end of the year anyway, isn't he? He's I believe. Legless, all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't you? I, I fucking. I just. Just the humour and just buzz and feel good how they hate each other. It's fucking unreal, isn't <laughs> good it? For rugby league. It's great for rugby. It's great for us that so we can talk about it. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> just like, and just feel how. Oh gosh. He's always he's always talking about other clubs and yeah, all plays like, and all um, their other problems. Brayton Brayton Gordy actually like bait him up now. Oh, but they they'll they like, like, be talking other. about the dogs and be like, oh, who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? <laughs> Buzz. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm not gonna say it, mate. Mate, they they bait him too well, and I think they look at each other and give each other a tiny little wink as well on the panel, just because they yeah. know. They know they fucking got him. They yeah. know when they've got buzz. 100%. Hook, line, and sinker. But, mate, I want to see more buzz. Oh, I need more buzz content. Do you listen to the Daily Telegraph podcast oh, they do? Nah, oh, I couldn't oh, stomach it. Oh. Isn't that Crawley idiot on there as well? Oh, mate, yo, I will not be watching it. Oh, he cr- New South Wales. He's a dead set idiot. Mate, him crying about Joseph Suwali'i is a fucking joke. Oh, like, like he- yeah, he's the most overrated player or whatever. Oh, who who the fuck is he to judge? Paul oh, Crawley, man. he's a germ. Him and nah, hoops. I don't mind hoops. The answer, Yvonne, is a pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> the power brokers of that club. There was um Hoops was doing a interview at McDonald Jones Stadium the other week. Oh yeah, and he was talking to Yvonne and Mick Ennis and that. And some bloke just comes up and runs in front of the camera and goes Newcastle, and then Hoops <laughs> just starts laughing. He goes. Well, there's obviously uh, a couple of well-lubricated Novi Castrians getting yeah, around. That's right. I've got to get that. That's fucking unreal. Um, the Waz Campbell, the Warriors, they beat the Tigers in the weekend. So yes. if Over there they at looks the like Stadium. Th- they'll probably finish third. And if they do finish third, they obviously get the home semifinal the second week of the semis because that first they one, they'll be second lose, place. Yeah. Yep. So the new ruling is all home semifinals the second week they must be at a venue that has a minimum capacity of 25,000 people. Mount Smart Stadium, Ooh. the biggest crowd they've had this year is 24,030. So 900 people short of that uh, 25,000. No, can't. What's the, state, what's the capacity of Mount Smart? Under 25,000. Oh, but that's not counting the people on the roof. <laughs> so they've Seriously, come. Seriously, I'm sure they could just install a whole heap of seats or something. Just push the fence back a metre. So they've already come out. The NRL's come out and said they must play their games at Eden Park. Oh, God, that's bullshit. It's sad, isn't it? You would love to see the semi-final. They deserve to have it at Mount Smart where they've played the majority worse, of their games. What's worse is they don't actually, the Warriors don't even get the gate. The NRL do. Oh, for semi-finals. Home yeah. semis? Now you get a percentage? Same as everyone. It's sad, isn't it? So, Mount Smart Stadium. I'm just looking up. Capacity? Yeah, just to clarify. Capacity, 25,000. Mm. Why don't? Here's a go. Capacity for concerts, 47,000. Mate, just get Jazz Tavanga to do a bit of karaoke first and classify as a concert. At Mount Smart, isn't there like a fucking hill behind it? Yeah, but like you can only have, you can't just squeeze <laughs> 10 people into one square foot. That's how, uh, that's how crushing incidents no, happen. No, but there's, the, there, nobody sits on the hill. That means, there's like hills it's, outside. It'd obviously be calculated into the capacity, mate. But nobody sits outside. Like, have a look, get Mount Smart, I'm telling you. They've got like these two fucking big long hills at the back, and like nobody's ever on them. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm I think, sure I think that I'm, would come into it. No, because I don't think it's part of the stadium. I think it's outside the ground. 
Yeah, you can't really see it. I'm trying to look at this panoramic <laughs> image. Put some blokes at the top. If they fall down by the end of the game, that's just too bad. But you can get another thousand on the hill, surely. Yeah, it looked like you could. Be Show right. us the hill. No, <laughs> there's people on the edges. No, the, on oh, this is a good video of them having in the motocross there. Behind the goalposts. This is the fucking massive hill. Yeah, there is, but that had obviously <laughs> counted in the capacity, mate. But it's, it's not part of the stadium, those hills. What, you reckon it's outside the fence? They're fucking massive. They're big hills, mate. The hills that talk. Oh, my God, shut up and move <laughs> on. They beat the Tigers anyway. Oh, and that wasn't at Mount Smart. Going back to, yeah, that was at... Uh, Waikato Stadium. Waikato Stadium. The laundry group who sponsored the Bulldogs, who also offered Tino Afasa Ula Aoi shares in a pub. They've come out and said they will sponsor all of the New South Wales Origin coaching squad next year if they rehire Brad Fittler as the man to be the coaching of State of Origin New South Wales next year. What's your thoughts on that? What? (laughs) Why? Surely that doesn't come into their decision. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Since when does a sponsorship have a say on like, oh my God. on who coaches? Take a backward step, would you, Arthur? It's, it's go like... Back, um, go get back in your box, mate. Just fucking... Um, what's the CEO? Not the CEO. Whoever, the guy from the Tigers, no, buddy. Hedge Pantelis. No, not Hedge Pantelis. The other goose. Pasco. <laughs> does Pasco own Lord Puppet? Does, does Pasco have shares in Lorny Group? And he's just like, you know, like... Lorny are doggies, mate. Stu, yeah, Stu but the Laundie, didn't me. he have? He had a boxing fight, <laughs> wasn't it against um? Fuck, who did he have the boxing fight against? And he got bashed. I don't know, but just because you're a sponsor doesn't mean you get to say on who coaches and who plays. It's got you thinking about how much pull do they actually have at teams. Stu Laundy fought Sonny Bill, and he was the guy on the um, Bachelor with Sophie Monk. Oh my god! Surely you keep abreast of all this crap. I don't, mate, it seems like you know fucking dog rig on him. Oh no! Is that, hey, is that me? Do you take a photo of me in boxing gloves? Oh, <laughs> he owns the Lawny Group. No, his dad does. He's Stu Lawny. Well, seems like you know all about your reality TV, mate. Jesus! No, I hear about all these palookas because he's getting bashed by Sonny. Oh well, do you have any more rugby league news this week, Cam? It hasn't been too much to talk about. We've only got a couple more rounds remaining. The NRLW, that's been great. The Newcastle Knights women's side, they're coming second on the ladder. Another win on the weekend. But, yeah, not much to report on rugby league this week, Camber. Nah, let's move into our round 25. Before we do that, you have a little quiz you want to do with me. Uh, Newcastle Knights, who am I? want to shelve that? Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll only be going for 30 minutes. A few quick who am I's. All right, who am I? I'm Newcastle Knights player number 241. I was born on the 9th of the 9th. In Auckland, New Zealand. I'm a prop slash second rower. I played 56 games for the Knights during the period between 2013 and 2015. I played 142 games for South Sydney from 2003 to 2009. I was famously sacked from South Sydney for knocking then coach Jason Taylor out. Oh, David Firelongo. Yeah. And also the one that Punch hit Pay for Nassi goes, you're off your head, ref. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who David Firelongo. He, because he, I used to, um, every time that video got around on the What's New on the Castle page, I'd always tag David Firelongo and tag him and just get like, good punch, mate. And he'd always, he'd always <laughs> like my comment. Good stuff. All right. Moving on. Who am I? Knights player 205. 
I was born in 1984 in Sydney, New South Wales. I played second row and lock. I represented Italy seven times from 2009 to 2013. I was best known perhaps for my horrific broken ankle in 2009. Cameron Serraldo. Yes, correct. Cameron Serraldo. And finished it 2013, I think. That was... was, He got destroyed in the World Cup. That was a bad broken leg, wasn't it? Oh, 2009 was, but then... The thing that closed the curtain on his career was in the 2013 World Cup. What happened there? I think maybe something to do with his leg again. I remember the footage. Was he wearing the grey Colin Allied jersey? Oh, I can't remember. (laughs) He gets twisted. I'll get the video up. That was really bad. He's done well to bounce back. All right, moving on. Who am I? I'm Newcastle Knights player 194. I was born in July 1987 in Auckland, New Zealand. My first name is actually Kerry, which is not well known. I played 54 games for the Knights between 2007 and 2010. I had the equal most tries in a match for the club at four in round 24, 2010. Is it Cooper Vuna? It is. <laughs> Kerry Cooper Vuna. Uh, I only knew that when you said he scored the most equal tries in the game until Edric Lee beat it last year. Yeah. Well Cooper, so Cooper Vuna, just quick fact, one of my... Favourite players of all time at the Knights. He was a weapon, mate. He was so good. The Cooper Vuna Schooners. He has a bit of um, Ross Dog about him. Like, oh, he's a dog. Not many games. He's a dog. <laughs> all right. Here's a harder one. Who am I? I was born in March 1981 in Cessnock, New South Wales. I was a winger. I played 48 games in the NRL and seven for the Knights in 2007. 2007. That was a... Really shit period, wasn't it? That was uh, the year Joey retired. Early, yeah. He retired early in the year. Yeah, go on. Oh, I don't have any more. That's <laughs> the end so of the bio. Is that insignificant? And he actually tried to headbutt me one night at Keno's 40th. <laughs> <laughs> Todd Polglaze. <laughs> Why did he try and headbutt you? I don't know. He was just so hammered. And me and Riggs were having this conversation. And he was like there. And Riggs was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know what? He's a fucking legend because you just you've deserved a headbutt on the piss that many times that nobody's done it. Epic or <laughs> yeah. good on you, Toddy. <laughs> well, so what, what was I? Three from four then. Yeah. Uh, do you want one more? Yeah, give me some one more. All right. Do you want Knights player one eighty two or one seventy two? Whatever. All right. Born in nineteen eighty six in Belmont, New South Wales. He was a prop. He started his career at Knights in, then left in two thousand eight to play with Cronulla. Played 92 games for the Knights in two stints. Represented New South Wales twice in 2010 and 2011. Kate Snowden. Well done. Kate Snowden. Yes. I'm tapped in. Copped a seven-week ban for accidentally breaking the jaw of Ray Thompson in 2013. Was Ray Thompson a little... Um, a hooker? The, the dark fella from the Cowboys. Oh, yes. the half. half no, yeah. that was Robert Louis. No, no, no. I think Ray Thompson Another one. was as well. Yeah, because Robert Louis tied his Cowboys. Half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, good on you, Kate. And do that other one. Let's just let's see how we All go. Right. All right. Born in July 1976. Played just one season with the Knights in 06. In that one season, he scored 16 tries in 26 games and was the Dallium winger of the year. James Mc, uh, not James McManus. It was the Irishman, the flying Irishman. Yes. Brian Carney. Ireland and Great Britain 18 Br- times. Brian Carney? Correct. And he's also the host of the Super League over there. He's the Matty Johns <laughs> of the Super League. Yeah, yeah, well done. Yeah, some great names. You did do well. I, I feel like a, a great segment we can do, we pull out a team out of a hat. In the, we're not doing it this way. We're in another week. Right. Pull, it, pull a team out and you got to just list players who've played for that club and the first one to start a losers. Right. So you could go for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> okay, no. uh, 
All right, we moving gotta, on. We got round bef- twenty five. Be- before we do that, let's let's we'll finish on that. But we got some listener questions. Oh. So we got some listener quish questions, Cambo. Can you get? Yes, we do have some listener questions. <laughs> All right, this one is from reaching out on Instagram, Jacko Hastings thirty one. <laughs> Jacko, no prizes for guessing who that is. <laughs> All right, uh, he says, give me your top three Newcastle bricklayers you'd want to have ten Kerry Dooners with. Schooners. Yes, Cooper Vooners. Well, first of all, rest that ankle up, Jacko. You've got a big game this weekend, yes. brother. So, Jacko, unfortunately, you're not going to make the cut because you're going to be in rehab. Sorry, brother. <laughs> three Newcastle bricklayers I'd like to have a beer with. You know what? I'm just going to put it straight out there. Three of the newest bricklayers of the Newcastle Knights. Jackson Hastings, one. Tyson Gamble, number two. Adam Elliott, number three. I want the three of us. When the season's done, the, th- the three of you boys, Cambo and I, when the Burwood reopens, when they've got that bar <laughs> nice and refurbished, we're going to sit in there. They're going to lock us in front of that nice little brick wall and in the corner. And this can chew your ear off. And we're going to sit there. We're gonna, we might put the mics in front of us. We might not. We're going to drink Steel Cities until the cows come home. All right. Hypothetically, the five of us. hypothetically, I'm going tomorrow and Jacko Hastings is in rehab. So I'm swapping him out and I'm going to go the full madhouse, swap Jacko Hastings out with Jack Etherington. <laughs> Etherington, Gamble, and Adam Elliott. Oh, and you, you know what? They could have a mad Monday, just the three of them, I reckon. And throwing Adam O'Brien as well. Let's get it, let's get them all in. Let's, you know what we should do? Myself, you, Cambo, Jack Etherington, Adam Elliott. Tyson Gamble, Adam O'Brien, Jackson Hastings, <laughs> all of us, let's go to the job site. Let's just fucking carry bricks for hours. Knock off, early knock off, straight to the zoo, to the bow, and, and drink schooners all day and, you know, just look at each other and go, fuck, we worked hard today. It's been a we'll big year. we'll all head home in a cab and Dan can get out at the Asian star on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the question, Jacko. Let's uh, move on to your NRL preview right, of so round, round 25. Yeah, round 25, that is correct. We've got the Cowboys in ninth place at $1.60 versus the Sharks in fifth place at $2.35. This is at QCB Stadium in Townsville. Who are we going quick by a dance? That's a great game. I'm going to go the Sharks. I feel like they've hidden some great form. Go on the outsiders. I'm going to take the Cows just because they're at home. Sammy Owen picked that earlier in the year. He said the Cowboys will miss the eight by one or mark one that win. Might be it. And I feel like, Sammy, you finally got something right this year. So. All right, Friday, 6 p.m. You've got the Warriors playing host to this Manly Seagulls. That's third versus 12th. $1.22 plays $4.35. And this is not at Mount Smart Stadium. This is at Daniel Anderson Stadium. Oh, is that what they've renamed it? Yeah, just for this week. So awesome. Good, good on, on your Warriors. Wires. They cannot lose that one. Uh, I'm going the Warriors. You've got to go the Wars. All right, moving on. 10th versus 11th. This has major ramifications for the top eight contention. This is a Combank Stadium. You've got the Eels versus the Roosters. Eels paying $2.25. Roosters $1.65. I've got two little syllables right here, Cambo. Ta-da. To Parramatta. <laughs> That was about five. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to go Roosters as well. All right. We've got a bit of a spoon bowl here. But, uh, ooh, Tigers, 17th, are favourites at $1.40 versus the Dolphins at $3.05. This is at Combank 2. So this is the first Saturday game. I just thought I'd give a little bit of a round of applause for the Tigers. They're finally favourites for once. Yeah, wow. I'm going to take... The Jesus Dolphins have a, a lot out. You got Ray Stone out. You got Bromwich out. You've got Kafusi out. You've got, you've no got yet, of course. You got um the Hammers out. 
Plenty of boys out. You got to. You have to go the Tigers there. Yeah, far out. You nearly do, don't you? All right, moving on. I'm going to go the Tigers there too. Titans versus Panthers. Jesus, this is a dollar ten versus eight dollar matchup up there at Seabus <sighs> Super Stadium at the Gold Coast. Panthers. Is anyone going to beat them? No. <laughs> Short answer. No. We do, we and it's not going to be the Titans. We're going to do another fifty dollar bet. Oh, God, 1500 <laughs> All right, so we've got the last game on Saturday, 7.35 p.m. is the Storm at $1.20 versus the Dragons at $5.10. Mate, the Dragons at $5.10, that is unders. They should be paying mm. 11s. So what was it Dragons versus the Broncos? <laughs> Dragons Storm. Sorry, Dragons Storm. Thanks, storm will win that. Storm will win that. All right, your mighty Newcastle Knights. Game of the round. Seventh versus eighth. Major ramifications. $2.10. Massive the Knights game. paying at home. $2.10? Yeah, versus the Bunnies at $1.77. There must be a fair few coming up the M1 for that trip on They Sunday. usually do. They, the Rabbitohs fans usually get around. And I've got a quick breaking news for that game, Cambo. Breaking. So, yeah, let's call them the sister sister podcast of what's new in the castle. The Cast Patrol Boys, Age and Mick. Sister. Yeah, they are big Rabbitohs fans. So Jimmy's the Cowboys supporter. Uh, Mick and Age, they're big Rabbitohs supporters. And they've laid a bet on the line for myself, Cambo, and you're a part of it, yeah, but you don't have to I'm participate because you're a Knight supporter. So obviously we're representing the Newcastle Knights. They're representing the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Losing podcasts. Has hey, now Michael from Cast Patrol goes to Roosters. No, he's a Rabbitoh supporter. Mick, Mick and um, Age are both Rabbitoh supporters. Yeah, right. Yeah. So losing podcast has to wear the other team's podcast favourite team's jersey. So I'll wear a Rabbitoh's jersey if the Knights lose. Rabbitoh's jersey? Yeah, we got one. Do you? Yeah, we could, oh, I can get one off a mate. And you have one as well. Yeah, I do actually. So obviously the Knights won't lose, but even some weird conspiracy bloody parallel universe the Knights end up do losing on the weekend yeah I'll put a Rabbitohs jersey on and then if the Knights when they do win they'll be wearing a Knights jersey then I'll be sending a five question quiz to Jimmy from the Cast Patrol for them to read out live on their podcast and for every question they get wrong they have to drink a raw egg and the same if the Knights get beat, the Rabbitohs win they're going to send a quiz to you Cambo free protein and if every question I get wrong and they've got to be on the opposite team, so their quiz will be on Rabbitohs, the others will be on the Knights. Every question I get wrong, I've got to drink a raw egg. So that's the that's the bet. Stay tuned for that one, ladies and gentlemen. But All I'm, right, last game of the round. You've wait, got who, who are you tipping that game? Yeah, Newcastle, I think. Being Newcastle. Going for seven in a row, first time since 07, oh, sorry, 2001 and 97, win the grand final. All last right, game. our last game of the round with the Broncos having the bye, you'll see the Raiders in sixth take on the Dogs, who are 15th. $1.34 plays $3.30. This is at GIO Stadium in Canberra. This is a great time for the Raiders to come up against a bit of a poorer opposition, don't you agree? Yes and no, they... Only limp past the Tigers, so this could be a danger game for them. A real danger game in yes, terms of missing the The Bulldogs eight. are fucking, pun intended, dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. I feel like the, Ra- the Raiders will have to put one on. Mate, the Bulldogs, mate. They reckon they're improving, mate. Do you honestly feel like the Bulldogs have a chance? I know the Raiders are struggling, but do you really think the Bulldogs have a chance against the Raiders? Nah, I think Raiders. Raiders one to twelve. That's how they like to do things. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Well, that's another podcast. Thanks, people. Well, yeah. Just a reminder. What do we want them to do on this uh, podcast app? Five star. Write a Apple review. Podcast, Spotify. Please write a review. Subscribe. Like. Follow us on Instagram because I don't. 
<laughs> well, Gambo hasn't got it, but yeah. Thanks for listening. That's what's new in the castle. Newcastle Knights, they'll get a win this weekend. Castle Patrol boys, enjoy those raw egg boys.